Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad you're here, and today we have a live audience. <laughs> yeah! This is Women's Conference, the Warrior Conference at Solid Rock Family Church in Farmington, Missouri. And we are so glad for all of our listeners. We thank you for listening, as always. But I know that uh, you enjoy the little extra help that we got from the audience. And we are having a magnificent, wonderful Presence of God conference. And so we thank you again for tuning in. And uh, I would encourage you listeners to call someone and, and tell them about this podcast. Tell them that they might want to listen because we have a special guest. And of course, Tiffany's on with me tonight. Tiffany, as always, it's good to have you on the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. It's fun to have guests, but it, this guest today is really, really special to my heart. This is Miss Tracy Durkee. Say hello to, to our audience. Hi, y'all. Uh, I tell Tracy every time she comes and I get to see her, I don't want to let her go home because there's just something about her that I just want to hold close. I just love her dearly. And she has an amazing story that we're going to share with you today. And Tracy, tell me a little bit about where and the audience, where you're from and who you're married to and what you do. What do you do with your life, girl? I am Tracy Darkey. I am Josh's wife. That's what I've been known to be for the last, that's been my title for the last 11 years. This is Josh's wife. Um, I'm always in the background praying for him and supporting him, but um, I am from Kentucky, if you couldn't guess. Um, I love coming to Missouri, but it's so funny because everybody's like, you are so Southern, and I'm, thank you, but I think I sound just like you all, but um, someone told me earlier, don't. You do not. <laughs> just want to make that clear. One of the ladies told me earlier, said, don't be nervous because we're just going to be listening to your accent, so don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, uh, but we live in South Central Kentucky. Um, this is my 16th year in education. I taught uh, kindergarten for 10 years, uh, grades third and first. And for the past three years, I have been an elementary school guidance counselor. So instead of a room of 24 babies, I have a school of almost 400. So, oh, wow. so you stay um, busy. I stay very busy. All the time. Yes. Well, tell uh, us a little bit about your journey and your diagnosis. Okay. And what has gone on in your life? Okay, um, a little bit of my backstory before uh, the part that Sister Darlene is talking about. Um, when she was ministering to us last night, and then when Sonia was ministering a while ago, um, I, I asked the Lord, I was like, what do you want me to say? And um, he wanted me to ask you all, are you ready for battle? Mm -hmm. Because the first huge battle of my life, I wasn't. And I want to share just briefly what that was. Um, I had struggled with depression throughout my teenage years and my 20s, but I didn't know what it was. Um, it wasn't very apparent until 15 years ago when I had my beautiful son. And um, postpartum hit really bad. And I wasn't prepared for that battle. Um, I was in a very 
unloving and not a very good uh, marriage. Um, and I didn't know what to do. And instead of turning to God, I ran from him and I became bitter. Um, and it got so bad throughout the years. I finally reached the point where I wasn't going to live anymore. And one day, my son and I were home alone, and I said, Lord, I'm sorry, but you're not here, and I don't want to be. And I contemplated how I was going to end my life. And I didn't feel like God had heard me anymore, but he told me at that moment to go in that nursery where my son was sleeping, and he said, look at that baby that I gave you. Do you want him to live the rest of his life without his mom? And he told me that he said, I've got you. So despite what I had done and everything that I had said to God, he was still there. So fast forward to 2017, um, I had my yearly visit, ladies, the one that we hate so much. Um, And I told my gynecologist, I said, I really feel like something's not right because we know our bodies. And he said, okay, well, I'm going to check. So he checked and he found a lump. So I freaked out. I called Josh at work. I'm like, there's a lump. I'm just, like, they had to take me back in a room. I mean, the ladies waiting out in the waiting room probably thought I was crazy. Um, So that was on Wednesday. I went for a biopsy on Friday. Um, The following Wednesday, I was teaching my third graders math, and they called, and they said, you have cancer. So I was like, okay. I called Josh. He was at work, and I said, it's cancer. Okay. So I went back to school, picked up our son, went to my mom's, went to my mom's, and I told her and my then 10-year-old son, I have cancer, but I'm going to be okay because God has this. So... We left, and I no diagnosis. I mean, the diagnosis, but no prognosis. What are we going to go through? We had to go to the cancer center the next day. So I told God that night, I said, look, I'm ready this time, and you got this, and you cannot make me a liar to my son. I told him that I'm going to be okay. So you're going to have to make sure that happens. Um, Went into the hospital two weeks later to have a bilateral mastectomy. Um, Not sure what all they were going to find. When they got in there, they found two tumors. So they removed everything. Um, It had not spread. Um, And removing all the tissue and everything, I left the hospital two days later cancer-free. So... He truly, he truly had me. Um, I did do reconstruction as a woman in their 30s. You think, okay, I'm going to go through this. And um, so I did choose reconstruction. Less, Which is a journey. It is, is a journey. If any of you ladies has been there, it's a journey. It's hard. And hard. about the same time that Sister Darlene was diagnosed, um, 
Well, she called me. We were camping one Saturday, and she called, and I thought, okay, Lord, is something wrong? And I just felt something in my spirit. We ended up having the very same exact type, same prognosis, everything. It was just, and I was like, thank you, Lord, because now I get to help someone else. And um, about the time she started her journey, I received a letter in the mail. And I looked at Josh and he said, what's wrong? And I said, this is a recall notice on my implants. And he said, what? I mean, when you read it, it was like, I'm sorry, but your tires are faulty on your car and they need to be replaced. Um, So we struggled with that. We wondered why I still felt bad. I did not have to have chemo. I did not have to have radiation. But why was I struggling some days I couldn't get out of the bed? So at that point, there's nothing that they would do. Sorry about your luck. How long was this uh, from the time that you had your surgery, uh, your final surgery, and and reconstructions, all of those were finished? That was in January, and this was August. Okay. So we were like, okay, let's see what happens. So financially, there's nothing that I didn't have thousands upon thousands of dollars to get them removed, and the company won't do anything. Uh, The FDA had them pull them off the shelves. They're not allowed to manufacture them, but they can leave them in your body, and they can cause non-Hodgkin's lymphoma the longer you keep them in. So throughout the course of the the next three years, I was at the worst health-wise I've ever been, and the weight The weight kept piling on. Um, I had, it was like having an autoimmune disease, but there's no diagnosis for it. Um, It's, there's nothing. You can't walk, inflammation, your joints. I mean, I felt like I was 150 years old. So we found a doctor in Nashville, Tennessee, that believed that women can get sick. And he believed that, It was from the implants. So had we not found him, had God hadn't sent him to us, I think I would be dead because it was so bad. But God, you know, during my depression and all that, it was, but God, why won't you do this for me? But then with this, it's like, but God, I know you're doing this for me. So in May of last year, when I was at the conference last year, I was in a really bad shape. Yes, you were. Spiritually, um, emotionally, and, you know, I'm not a vain person. I'm total opposite. I've always been very self-conscious, but as a woman, there are some things about ourselves that you, that's part of me being a woman. And so in May, I knew that was all gone. And I deal with things with humor, and it makes Josh so mad because I poke fun at myself all the time. But we had everything removed. And uh, in the summer, we met up with uh, Sister Darlene and in, at the beach. We did. And we talked, and I knew everything was going to be okay. And uh, so now... I'm still cancer-free. It'll be five years in September. And I know, 
and I know that God has a plan mm -hmm. because I know the enemy has tried to destroy me twice. Well, three times if you count the recall. Um, but now I know that I need to be ready for battle. I wasn't ready the first time, but I was the second time. But last night, sitting in that second row, God told me, you're not ready for the next battle yet. So I know that I'm a warrior, but I know that there's so much more that I have to do to get ready for the next battle. And when he, you know, when your dad gets on to you, you know it. And last night he told me, he said, for the last five years, you focus so much on what you look like on the outside. And you're so worried about that. You need to focus on what's going on on the inside. So I'm, I'm going to get ready for my next battle. And I want you to think, are you ready for yours? That is so good. That is so, so good. And, and I believe that, that you know, through the word of God that's been go, going forth last night and, and the worship and, and the message today by Sonia and everything that's been said and done, I really, really believe that that's what this whole conference is about is because we are called to be warriors. That's what God has called us to be. And, and I love what she said, you know, okay, from the first battle to the second battle, she was in better condition. She was more ready for it. But do you know that God's next for your life? Because you do know, Tracy, that you're not always going to be just the wife of Josh Durkee. You do know that, right? Even though... Even though you are going to be his wife, sometimes we label ourselves that, and we don't believe that God can use us in the next. And sometimes you feel like you're yeah. just a partner of the one who's doing things for God. Mm -hmm. Well, when I met Josh, Josh was not the, the bad marriage during the Depression. Um, and who you surround yourself and who you tie yourself to mm -hmm. is the mo one of the most important things. Yes. Um, had I been in the marriage with cancer that I was with depression, I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. I mean, God sent him to me. I knew, I knew he did because after all that, after the depression, I lost that battle. I, I kept my life. I kept my son, but I lost, I lost that battle. I lost everything. I had almost lost my job. It was so bad. Almost took my own life. But after that, it's another but God. I told the Lord, I said, if you don't want anyone else in my life, if I'm to be single, great. That's fine. I have my son. He was three. Uh, I said, but if you do have someone out there, a good godly man that will stand by me and guide me and help, oh, where's he at? Well, I lived in Kentucky. He lived in Missouri. Um, yeah. God but, knows how, but God knows how to get you where you need he did. to be, right? He did. And he always says, you have more. There's more to you. We'll see. We'll see what comes out. Well, I, I love what she said. Because, and I feel I want to go back to it because God spoke to her during the service last night. And, and those of you that's listening to this podcast and you listen to her story, uh, God is 
taking us somewhere. We're on a journey of life, you know, and we only get one trip through it. But we face many giants as we go. Uh, that's just a fact of life. We do. And, but God is saying to Tracy and saying to all of us that are we ready for the next? Because God wants us to get to places that we're not at yet. And, and there's good there, but there's giants in the land. The promised land always has giants. And God wants to get us to where we're going. So he's saying, are you prepared, ladies? Are you prepared, gentlemen? Are you ready? Are you preparing your mind? And I started the, the message last night by saying that a soldier, you know, not all soldiers are warriors. And that'll probably come up this afternoon. Yeah, but stop I'm that. Gonna leave it alone. I'm talking about it. Oh, I, I, yeah. Back up. I'll back up right here. But to be a soldier, you just think about everything that, uh, I mean, all I've ever watched is Gomer Pyle, but I'm telling you what, he got treated really rough, right? You know, by Sergeant Carter, you know. But, but, the, truth, but the truth is, uh, when you go into any kind uh, of uh, military, they have to get the men and the women mentally Right. And so God is saying, I want my people to get things mentally right. I want them to believe what the word of God says about every situation. What you've already been through, you had the word of God. What God's getting ready to do next in your life, you have the word of God. And so he wants us to be prepared for what's next. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but I feel like it's I know it's for someone. Sonia spoke about the walls of Jericho and and what the warriors did. And she spoke about Rahab. And I don't know if you've studied Rahab, but we all know what the Bible, every time you see Rahab, you see Rahab the harlot. Mm -hmm. She's in the New Testament. She's Rahab the harlot. Mm -hmm. Don't let your past define you. I am more than a divorced woman. Yes, you are. That's right. I am more than a, de I was depressed. I'm more than that. And God will use you no matter what. I don't care what you've done because he doesn't care what you've done. If it's under the blood, it doesn't matter. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Because Amen. I love to study the women of the Bible. And I love Rahab. I've spoke before and I used the story of Rahab to speak to women. And let me tell you what, she was, was Rahab the harlot. Mm -hmm. That's what she was known for. But you know what she's known for now? Study the genealogy of Jesus. Mm -hmm. She's one of Jesus's grandmothers. Yes, amen. So yeah. don't let the enemy, when you're ready to come to battle, don't let him say, well, look what you did. You just say, well, look what Jesus did. Right. Amen. So there's hope for all of us. There's hope for everyone. And if you're listening out there and you feel like you've done too many things that are bad and that God couldn't possibly use you, don't let the enemy tell you that because he's lying to you. He will never tell you the truth because God has a good plan for your life. And, and we all have stumbles and we have mishaps along the way. But God says that you are mine and I have a good plan for you. And if you will just listen to me, do what Sonia preached a while ago, if we will learn to obey and Tiff, what was number two? Listen. And then number three? Trust. 
Amen. I even wrote it down. Okay, tell us one more time. Listen, Listen obey, obey, and trust. And when she said that, it's L-O-T, and I also think lot. We have to listen a lot. So if you listen think of listen, yeah. it's a teacher thing, yeah. girls. It's a teacher <laughs> thing, L-O-T. Got to listen a lot. Amen. Well, it's so good to be with you today at the table with Darlene, and I hope that you have enjoyed this program, and tell someone else about it, and because we have someone different on every week, sometimes it's a group from here, but we always have a good time just sharing what God puts on our heart, and just know that Jesus loves you, just know that he cares about you, and, and that you are important to him, and I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, Tracy, to pray for our audience that are listening, and that, and that even when... Even when they feel like they have taken the mountain because you had gotten your life back in a sense after your first, after your surgeries and after your reconstruction, and then you get hit with such a hard thing, but yet here you are today, you're still victorious. The enemy cannot steal it. Such a warrior. Such a warrior. Such a warrior. And so... There's so many people out there that, that they're just so distraught because it doesn't seem to get any better. But God says, hang in there. Don't give up and don't quit because I have a plan for you. Would you just pray for them today? Dear Lord, I thank you for each and every lady in this audience today and that are listening. Lord, I pray a blessing upon them. I pray that you open their eyes and you allow them to see themselves through your eyes, Lord. Lord, I speak peace and I speak a boldness over them yes. that they've never had in you. Yes. Lord, if there is any lady in here that is struggling with depression or anxiety or anything that the enemy may bring to their minds, anything he might bring to their bodies, Lord, I pray that you would heal them. In your sweet, precious name, I bind the enemy yes. in the minds and the souls yes. and the bodies of yes. these women. And I pray, Lord, that you would rise up warriors in this mm -hmm. room, that you would send them out, send them back to their home churches, Lord, and that they would go to battle for you. Yes. And Lord, I pray that every situation that arises in their lives, that they see it through spiritual eyes and that they hit their knees, Lord. Mm. They claim victory in you. And when their feet hit the floor in the mornings, that Satan says, oh no, she is awake again. Yes. Lord, I pray Amen. that the warrior spirit, I release it in this house yes. today. And Lord, I pray blessings upon these ladies. And I pray that you allow them to see how beautiful that they are. If there's anyone in here that, or by listening that do not know you, Lord, I pray that your convicting spirit yes. would touch their hearts right now and that they would come to know you. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. 
Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene.